It's Friday, June 2nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Fending off a U.S. default, the Senate gave final approval late Thursday to a debt ceiling and budget cuts package, grinding into the night to wrap up work on the bipartisan deal and send it to President Joe Biden's desk to become law before the fast-approaching deadline. The comprehensive package negotiated between Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy leaves neither Republicans nor Democrats fully pleased with the outcome. The result, after weeks of hard-fought budget negotiations, shelves the volatile debt ceiling issue that risked upending the U.S. and global economy until 2025 after the next presidential election. Approval in the Senate on a bipartisan vote, 63-36, to somewhat reflected the overwhelming House tally the day before, relying on centrists in both parties to pull the Biden-McCarthy package to passage, though Democrats led the tally in both chambers. Mr. Biden said in a statement following passage that senators from both parties demonstrated once more that America is a nation that pays its bills and meets its obligations, and always will be. In other news, as the United States and China vie to establish new partnerships and expand influence with Asia-Pacific nations, the top defense officials from both countries are preparing to try to win support this weekend from their regional counterparts, diplomats, and leaders at a security forum in Singapore. Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, whose country is a stalwart American ally in the Pacific, is to give the keynote address today to open the dialogue at the Shangri-La Hotel, hosted by the International Institute for Strategic Studies think tank. Albanese, whose country has angered Beijing with its agreement with Britain and the U.S., known as AUKUS, to obtain nuclear-powered submarines to address the perceived rising threat from China, said he would focus on Australia's deepening engagement as well as shared opportunities and challenges in the region. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin will open the day Saturday with an address on American leadership in the Indo-Pacific, according to the Pentagon. Around the world, Jordan's crown prince married the scion of a prominent Saudi family on Thursday in a palace ceremony attended by royals and other VIPs from around the world as massive crowds gathered across the kingdom to celebrate the region's newest power couple. The marriage of Crown Prince Hussein and Saudi architect Rajwa Alsif drew a star-studded guest list including Britain's Prince William and his wife Kate, as well as U.S. First Lady Jill Biden. The celebrations hold deep significance for the region, emphasizing continuity in an Arab state prized for its long-standing stability and refreshing the monarchy's image after a palace feud. The kingdom declared Thursday a public holiday so crowds of people could gather to wave at the couple's motorcade amid a heavy security presence across the city. Back in the U.S., a Republican measure overturning President Biden's student loan cancellation plan passed the Senate on Thursday and now awaits an expected veto. The GOP challenge invoked the Congressional Review Act, which allows Congress to undo recently enacted executive branch regulations. The vote was 52 to 46, with support from Democratic Senators Manchin, Tester, and Sinema. The resolution was approved last week by the GOP-controlled House by a 218 to 203 vote. 
The Supreme Court heard arguments in February in a challenge to Mr. Biden's move, with a decision expected in the coming weeks. And Dev Shaw, a 14-year-old from Largo, Florida, won the 2023 Scripps National Spelling Bee on Thursday night, correctly spelling Samophile to take the $50,000 first prize. Eleven students made the finals after 11 million people entered spelling competitions throughout the world. The preliminary rounds were held Tuesday, while the quarterfinals and semifinals took place Wednesday. Dev competed against 14-year-old Charlotte Walsh from Merrifield, Virginia as the final two standing. She earned $25,000 for reaching second place. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.